and welcome back to the Pet Cash Pod, presented by Profluence Sports. I'm your host, Andrew Pet Cash. This is the 55th episode of my series, where I interview founders, investors, athletes, and the smartest people in sports. We had a different one, and a very interesting one today, with the guests being co-founders of sports and live entertainment platform, Millions.co. The first co-founder, legendary UFC commentator, Bruce Buffer, who provides his interesting insights and unique story. Lots to gain from that. And then also exited Unicorn Software founder, now the other co-founder of Millions.co, Matt Whitaker. We go deep into the sports world, just how much growth's been in it. We go through a little bit of Bruce Buffer's mindset and business ventures, and then also a deep dissect alongside Matt, who joins us about 10 minutes into the podcast around Millions.co and the opportunity that they're exploring, including their recent chat GPT AI integration. Lots to learn. Very interesting discussion. I enjoyed this one. You certainly will as well. Let's dive in. Bruce, appreciate you coming on today. Excited to dive into this one. We'll touch on a little UFC, a little bit of your business ventures, and then uh, one of your really cool companies, Millions.co. So thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. So I've got to start here. Just a quick one. You don't have to answer fully, but is this Elon Zuckerberg fight happening? Are you, you going to be, you know, calling that one? You know, stranger things have happened in life. And the scuttlebutt I hear and what we all see on the internet with Dana's reaction and everything is, uh, I think it's a better than... 60, 70% chance. I just don't know when it's going to. Yeah. Who you got in it? Or can you not say? Oh, the best man win. I mean, right now I would Zuck because he's been training consistently. I mean, the lawn is bigger. It would definitely be a catch weight fight by all standards, but there's just no way to tell. I mean, a fight's a fight and anybody can win at any given day in a fight, you know? Yeah. You think I'm just looking at the space over the last, I don't know, I want to say five years, but a lot more of these entertainment type fights, right? So people like an Elon and Zuck or you're you know, we've seen NBA players like Nate Robinson. You think we're going to see more of this as like fighting kind of just transforms and it's like less just traditional like fighters training, like the main fighters we're all expecting, like McGregor's or all these kind of people? You know, wherever there's a dollar to be made, a dollar is going to be made. And uh, obviously this fight between Zuck and, and uh, Alon would be probably the biggest fight in the history of fights because of all the eyeballs that are brain. People that never watch the UFC, people never watch the fight. The people out there that uh, just, you know, want to do, want to do what they can do and right. see what See, so not every one of these celebrity fights and influencer fights have worked out to be extremely profitable. It, was, it did in the beginning with Connor and, and Mayweather, Logan Paul and KSI, Jake Paul. But if you notice some of the stats recently, the, the viewing has not been as extreme. The uh, Jake Paul, Nate, Nate Diaz boxing match will get a lot of eyeballs without question. Yeah. But the bottom line is this fight will just break all record. Yeah. Now, UFC, I mean, what, it's probably been almost 30 years for you now? You know, what What growth have you seen in this? Like, where is it going then even from here? I mean, it's been incredible, just the evolution of sports over the years, and especially the UFC. Yeah, the UFC is a rocket ship going uphill. I've got a first-class seat. I love every moment of the ride. Achieved so many different things and goals, everything that it's done over the years, and it just keeps setting new new marks, new limits. We're selling it all over the world. We're traveling all over the world. It is the most exciting party sport in the world. More eyeballs are on it than boxing with the exception of a two or three boxing events that happen a year. I'm not saying anything about boxing. I love boxing to death. They're two separate sports or apples and oranges, but the UFC is just an unstoppable machine thanks to the leadership of Dana White and the whole crew behind it. Yeah. And I was looking at your Instagram a little bit earlier. 
I uh, think this is a good entry point kind of into the business side of what you do because you are a brand yourself as well, which is cool is the UFC has created those brands out of people, whether it's Dana, you, and then obviously the fighters. But you uh, had a post with Patty Pimblett and uh, you just talked about how he came up to you when he was 10 years old or something. And, and he said, I will be here one day. And then you also wrote in your post, like Conor McGregor did the same thing. Exactly. Now, where, yeah. Like, what is this? What kind of aura do these people have? Obviously, I'm sure you had ambitions too to be like one of the best. You know, what is it about some of these people and what can other people pull from that energy? Because like I just watched the McGregor documentary, which pretty sure you were in as well. Awesome job. They, they crushed it. But like, what is that it factor that you kind of talked about? We just said it's called the it factor. And the it factor is it's obvious that not just their fighting skills and what they do inside the octagon, it's the way they carry themselves outside the octagon, the way they handle themselves in public, handle themselves with the fans, everything else. And certain people have that kind of connection. You see Ronda Rousey come along. You see John Jones come along. You see Conor Red come along. You see Patty Pimlet come along. You see a young fighter named Trevor Peak who just lost Saturday night. But in his first fight, he showed that same kind of it factor. And even in loss, he shows that kind of it factor. So it's all how they capitalize on it. And of course, they have to keep winning and proving themselves with a good win-loss record. And then it's all about marketing. Everything in life is marketing. You can have the greatest product in the world. It be a diamond in this hand, piece of coal in this hand. You market the diamond incorrectly. You market the coal like a diamond. Everybody buys the coal, mm -hmm. right? So marketing is very, very key. It's the number one key aspect aside from being behind a great product and doing business with the best people that you can do business with, which is what I choose when I start ventures or start companies, you know, such as millions or whatever, you know, work with the best. I get behind the best to be the best. Right. Now, how have you gone about building your brand? Like obviously social media has probably helped create a lot of this. But, you know, when did you start thinking about this and when did you go, okay, I'm more than just the announcer at the UFC or doing some side gigs. Like I am Bruce Buffer. I have a lot more to this than, you know, just that fight on a Saturday night or whatever. I thought that from day one and everything's going according to schedule. Everything I've thought about, even when I took my first job in the UFC, the spectacle that it was to the mainstream sport that it is, I saw it being the greatest in fighting sport in the world and I stuck with it. So you need to stick with things and be consistent. But you want to think ahead. You want to set your goals. You want to write them down. You want to go for it. And so when you, like I say on my It's Time podcast, when you step on that yellow brick road, you perform at your best, you be your best, and then you're winning. Whether you're number one, number two, number 10, or champion, you're winning. Just be the best you can be and go for it. And um, be consistent in your efforts. And where do most people mess up, you know, when building a brand or, you know, trying to achieve something big? Because you've seen it from people in, in the business side, you've seen it from fighters, you've seen it from a lot of angles, which I think gives you a, you know, a unique perspective. That's a multifaceted question. Um, bottom line is, is that you let your ego out of it. You use constructive ego and there's conceited ego. Make sure you work with constructive ego, make the right choices, set realistic goals for yourself, and then work from a base. You work from a base and you build out of the base. You know, and again, it's like, it's like the company millions that were, you know, just yeah. the show. they started on a base of bringing athletes in for merchandise and to brand them. And they branched out into so many different areas to become the powerhouse site that they are for all athletes around the world. You know, it's, it's about yeah. focus, having a goal, and adapting to the times and doing everything it takes to stay consistent. Again, consistency is key. Yeah. And tell us about Millions a little bit, how you got involved, how the opportunity came to you, and, you know, what you saw to go, okay, I'm going to put my name behind this. I'm going to, you know, help build this into, you know, what it can be. So I was very lucky to... Get involved with me. There's Matt. Hey guys, how's it going? Bruce is just dissecting the idea of millions here. 
and uh, how it came to be and, and why he why he I jumped. Love it. Well, yeah. hopefully I can I can contribute. Yeah, we just started on talking about millions, Matt. And you know, basically, Andrew, what happened is is that I was approached by Matt and approached by a couple of his associates. And knowing the type branding that I work with and how I work, I was honored with them to even consider me to be a co-founder because their idea and concept behind millions is you know, and never been done before. And this all started a couple of years ago, give or take, to where it started with just branding, branding athletes and creating merchandise for athletes that could be sold immediately all over the world. You know, if Derek Lewis steps in the octagon and he says, my balls are hot, right? In an interview with Joe Rogan, they could have a t-shirt ready tomorrow morning to go from here to China, right? And that's, that's the beauty of it. The other beauty of it is, is that it teaches the athletes that instead, of, which was very important to me, instead of working for just a paycheck on fight night, to teach them how to brand themselves and interact with their fan base on social media, to offer them stuff, such as merchandise, the videos that they offer and all the capabilities, the watch parties, which is extremely successful on millions. You see a lot of athletes having watch parties, whether they're watching UFC or baseball or football and various other sports that are, you know, around because every athlete from every sport is on a million. It started off with just fighters, right, Matt? And then it grew out and it grew out to where it grew to. And that's why I say, when you asked me the question earlier, you start from a base and you build. And now Millions has added on, you know, other services, including the, the chat GPT program that's on right now, which is phenomenal. Then you have to really understand, which Matt can go into, what this offers. Uh, companies out there to be able to access athletes, to be able to promote their brands, uh, you know, on Instagram and other places with social media campaigns and live streams. And it, it's just, it's like having a Super Bowl commercial. They can actually put together a commercial that's equal to a Super Bowl commercial for you because there's over 5,000 athletes on millions. The access to the athletes, the access to the athletes' sphere of influence and social media following is, it's just unstoppable. And it's phenomenal. And as a company, when you realize that, what it can do for you, that's, very, very, very advantageous. And that's what I'm talking about adaptation and being consistent and growing, you know, growing with your company and building it properly. Like I said earlier, I side myself with the people with the best business acumen and the best products available. And that's why I went with millions. I've turned down more than I accept, trust me. But talking to Matt and, and everything they put together, it was impossible not to be part of this great company. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And what, so obviously it's the people, the base, I guess, what about millions? Like the actual core idea you know, attracted you the most to this. And then Matt, we'll, we'll kind of get more into the specifics here in a little bit. But Bruce, I'm just trying to understand your frame of mind of like, you see all these business opportunities, you see all these cool things, all these people are like, yo, we'd love you for you to be a part of this. What was it about from the athlete standpoint, from millions, from that it's bigger than just a fight or it's bigger than just a video? Like, what is that? The passion that they show behind it. You know, that's really important when you go into business to have passion for what you do, to be with people that truly believe in their concept and believe in their goal and their and their business plan to what they want to do. And it was evident to me, you know, talking with Matt and their past success that they have in other companies too. This isn't just a first time effort for that. These are very successful people that have proven themselves over and over again. That combined with the original concept that they had for millions. Again, it was something that I never, I've never seen before. And obviously companies will try to copy concepts as they do, but nobody's come close or really even tried to the level that millions has. It's just mm -hmm. unique. And the way, yeah. the way they treat and interact with the athletes that are on the site, it's very important. You just don't sign up and get lost in the, in the shop. They put effort and branding behind you. And that's what the site is all about. It's building brands and it's making those brands available now with the new ChatGPT uh, program so the companies can take advantage of it to get their products out. You know, we're not living in the age of single page ads and magazines and just commercials on TV. We live in, we live in a direct marketing society. And when you can direct market to a qualified audience, as people can do on social media, targeting that audience, 
the response rate and the uh, performance rate, if you want to call it that, the result are much higher and much less costly the way that they're done. Are you on Millions yourself? Are you using it, shooting videos, selling merch, all the good stuff? Of course I am. My merchandise is on there too. They do a great job with the merchandise. It's, it's unreal. The quality of That's awesome. everything. I love it. Matt, nah, is he pushing his weight? Is, is he one of the, the top clients? Is or uh... Of course, Bruce is one <laughs> of the top sellers. Of course, he does a great job on, on Millions uh, on, across all the products. He's great on personalized videos, great on the, on the, on the It Is Time brand, and it's super popular on the yeah. platform. Bruce, I know you got to go soon, so I just kind of one more one more question here uh, for you, and then Matt, we'll we'll dive deep into this, which I'm excited to do for the weeds of of millions. So you've been in a lot of movies, a lot of entertainment shows, other stuff. You were actually in Entourage, which is one of my favorite shows. Just curious, what's uh, I'm sure people will like to know this. Your favorite non UFC appearance that you've made? I've had so many, but I mean, just to coin a couple. I've had a Super Bowl commercial, which was a bucket list for Budweiser. I come out at the Raider games, open up the Raider football games, which is phenomenal to get 70, 80,000 people on their feet going crazy. I, I've done, I honestly, I've done so many different things. You know, the experiences I have, I wanted to be an actor as a kid. So when I get to be in a movie, it fulfills a childhood dream. You know, I live in a, in a world for myself. When I was a kid, I wanted a baseball card. Well, I've got probably almost 15 to 20 trading cards from Leaf Upper Deck and most recently, uh, Panini, you know, uh, that are out there. And that's a dream come true. I always wanted an action figure. And I have, you know, three action figures out there. I always wanted to be in movies. And like you said, a number of <laughs> want to be in TV, go start on Friends, go start an Entourage. It's the money is one thing. I'll be the first one to cash the paycheck on a Monday morning at the bank. But the experiences that you receive and what I get to, you know, do and what I will be doing in the future and other plans coming up, it's, it's the childhood dreams, you know, once you're following your passion. And that's what keeps yeah. rolling. That's awesome. Yeah. And tell us uh, about the buffer zone. I saw that on Twitter, I don't know, a month ago with you posting your routine. What goes into that? How, what, what's going on in your head? It's uh, for people that don't know, it's, uh, you could explain just a video of you, how you pump yourself up to do this stuff. Like, yeah, well, first off, I, I posted that, but somebody else posted it. I just reposted because I thought it was cool. And then I wrote that I'm going into my buffer zone and all of a sudden everybody took off on the name buffer zone. And what happened as soon as buffer happened, <laughs> produced a buffer zone t-shirt and merchandise and you can get the hats and the buddies and the t-shirts right there. That's again, the beauty of millions. Here's something that changed in my marketing campaign or life or business life. And immediately millions grabbed onto it, saw an opportunity and boom, well, we got to get that out there. We got to please everybody. That's, that's how millions thinks. They're like, boom, they're on top of it, right? You don't wait for things to happen. You make things happen. And that's what millions does. It makes things happen. And that's where this chat GPT program is just phenomenal. You know, we yeah. understand exactly how it works. I love it. Well, Bruce, you can stick around as long as you would like. Matt, let's dive in. Tell us about this chat GPT. Give us give us the rundown on uh, you know why this is game changing for the sports sponsorship, sports athlete space in general, NIL space. Absolutely. When we started Millions, we started the company mostly as merchandising, e-commerce, and personalized video. And what we noticed as thousands of athletes started joining the platform is there was a lot of brand interest. So people would email athletes directly off the website asking if they could do an Instagram post or asking if they could do an in-person appearance. And as the large language model AI program started being released, so namely ChatGPT and Bard for, for Google, we saw an opportunity to take that natural language processing, put it on top of our proprietary data with all the athlete data that we have, and then a proprietary pricing algorithm and allow brands to build any type of marketing campaign 
through a natural language processing interface. And it's awesome. So any brand can say, I want to do a campaign for my whiskey company in California. And we'll spit out three different options. And they could say, well, can you refine this a little bit? Maybe I only want active NFL athletes promoting my brand. And we'll refine down the program. Then they can purchase it and activate that marketing campaign in, in literally minutes. So it's, it's the first of its kind, and it's really on the leading edge of technology using large language models and AI, using proprietary data, training those models, and producing just an incredible end product for, for brands and for marketers. Now, I guess it's kind of a question for both of you here. Is there a time when we could see, a, say, a, a Bruce Buffer AI voice thing where now you don't have to do, you know, videos direct for people. And it just like, is your image like, or I guess number one, do you worry about that? But then number two, is that an opportunity where you could scale, you know, yourself using that AI and license it or whatever through millions? Well, Ellen Ben asked that, but as far as AI, I, I think it's fascinating. I think it's dangerous also. I have to be very careful of that because I can't have people producing my voice saying it's time and just putting it anywhere. That's how I build my business. I have to stay in complete control of that whether it's my brother and Let's Get Ready to Rumble, who's also part of Millions, by the way, for Let's Get Ready to Rumble merchandise, Michael Buffer, the legendary great announcer of all time. I have to stay in control of that. So I'm not saying I'm not up for it, but it's a different thing with me because we're talking about registered trademarks and licensing and things that Michael and I get paid quite a lot of money for, you know, and we're very selective on who we associate that with. So I think it's a brilliant idea. And I think for people that of many walks of life, it's great and make your money and everything. I'm open to it completely, but I've got to stay in control. Yeah. Hopefully it comes in like 70 years, 50 years when I keep your legacy alive, you know, then. But yeah, Matt, what's your... To say about it then anyway, so whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's a... Matt, what's your take on where this is headed? Because you're obviously right at the forefront building it too. Every athlete has said pretty much exactly the same thing as Bruce just said. They, they need to own their IP and it needs to be approved and... When you look at just the year-over-year -year increase in deepfakes, you, I read a, it's like 100% growing year-over-year, -year, mostly in like the, the pornography space, sadly. But that usually bleeds over into every other realm of marketing. So it's, it's something that athletes are concerned about. We haven't built that into the platform yet. When, when you think about the, the way we're using AI, it's more in terms of matching the perfect athlete that's available that has brand affinity, whose audience matches just perfectly with a certain brand and activating real life marketing campaigns, not the digitally generated ones. So for now, we're focused more on the matching side and just creating incredible marketing campaigns. And maybe over time, as technology gets better and the, the legalities of IP around AI get figured out, we'll move more into that space. And how has uh, NIL name, image, and likeness and this ability for college athletes or youth athletes to monetize? How have you guys been handling that? You know, even on, so for millions, but even is like the UFC thinking about any programs around that or anything like that? Well, as, as the court case got settled, it, it was serendipitous because it was right around the time that we launched and, and we literally had thousands of NCAA athletes sign up for millions and launch their own personalized brands. We've just signed a deal with a collective where we have kind of entire schools coming on and choosing millions as their their go-to platform for merchandising, e-commerce, starting their own athlete watch party and podcast channels. So it's been the the nil movement for millions has been serendipitous just in terms of 
the timing and it's been been great for business. So, you know, we're we're all on board with helping athletes monetize through three different channels, through merchandising and e-commerce, through video, and then through brand deals. Makes sense. And then, uh, you know, as it kind of goes younger, I guess, have you seen a more influx of, I guess it'd be even parents or, I, I don't know, I've just seen a lot of like 14, 12, eight year olds, like baby Gronk. I don't know if you ever seen that kid. Yeah. Like these like parents building this br- like brand around it. Are you seeing more influx of that? You know, are there problems around it, opportunities? What are your thoughts all around that? We've had about a hundred parents sign up their kids at a certain level. And on millions, we, we do want to be exclusive to kind of three key areas. Professional athletes who get paid. And, and that's who we started the company to, to support and, and promote. Then the adjacent personalities around the sports ecosystem like Bruce. And then, and then we've decided NCAA and Olympic level. So those have been the three categories or maybe call it four categories of personalities that, that we've tried to stay exclusive to on millions. You've probably heard the term, you don't want to boil the ocean. Like we've had investors, we've had other people come in and say, well, can I use this? We've had, we've had rock bands come in and say, Mm. well, we want to live stream our our concerts and we want to sell merchandise. Let's do it on millions. And we've wanted to stay kind of true to our grassroots of, of being a sports tech company and trying to connect the sports world. So for now, um, unless athletes fall into those categories, kind of media and personality around the ecosystem, professional or NCAA and Olympic, we've kind of stayed close to, to, to that area. But there's been no shortage of inbound people just saying, hey, my, my kid wants to sell some shirts. Can we do that? You know, he's got he's got a big, you know, a, a big a big fight coming up and, and he's like 15 or a, the soccer team is in the championships. And we stayed away from that. We want we want the exclusivity and and we want millions to be a really really special place for kind of higher level athletes to to join and monetize. Yeah, makes sense. Well, what's uh what's next for next for millions? You got the Chat GPT now. You've obviously been innovating over the last couple of years. You know, what's next? What are new products? What are new initiatives? I mean, you guys have a great initial base as Bruce was talking about earlier. When when an athlete signs up, they have three options. They can they can sign up for merchandising, memorabilia, and e-commerce. So athletes can sell and very easily take a picture. Uh, we, we remove the background. We make an incredible kind of experience for any sort of memorabilia that they have, or we'll build their brand for them. So merchandise, line, hats, t-shirts, hoodies. That's kind of the e-commerce side of the business. The streaming side of the business continues to evolve. So it started off trying to emulate the Joe Rogan fight companion or the, the Manning Brothers watch party and only be in live streaming. But over time, athletes have said, well, can I create a channel? I do want to live stream. I do want to watch fights with, with fans, but I also want to do a podcast. And I also want a simple way for people who attend my, my podcast to be able to buy my memorabilia and buy my merchandise. So that's all been interconnected on Millions now. You can record live, you can record and, and, and use Millions after the fact, and it goes into the profile media library. And then there's the third pillar of our business, which is the B2C side connecting or the B2B side, rather connecting brands and connecting the athletes that are best to support that brand. And those are the three pillars of the business that we'll just continue to invest in, improve the user experience and improve the product adoption. And over time, we'll have a million athletes all promoting themselves, all creating content, all live on millions. So that's the direction. Our our North Star is is a million athletes globally. So athletes in Indonesia have the same challenges as athletes 
in Mexico as in Canada and 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 the US. So we'll be the the largest global sports streaming merchandise and e-commerce company in the world. I do have to run. I don't mean to be rude. Is there anything else that I can answer for you, Andrew? Tell us where to uh, visit, where to find millions on websites, socials, whatever. Uh, you know what? Millions.co. Remember, it's not millions.com. It's millions.co, millions.co. Instagram, millions.co. Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. But it's millions is a social media site that's basically everywhere on social media. And I encourage, I was at the UFC this weekend talking to a few fighters that fought in the event. And as soon as they saw millions, they want to join. You know, it's, 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 it's just amazing the reaction that you get from athletes when they see all that Millions has to offer them. That's awesome. Well, fellas, Bruce, Matt, appreciate you guys coming on today. Hit it right at, always try to keep these around 25 minutes. We hit it right on the dot almost. So, uh, yeah, everyone check out Millions and, and thanks for coming on, fellas. Thanks, Anna. Hey, Andrew, congrats on, uh, on everything at Profluence. You guys are really exploding as well and you create amazing content. Love, love seeing you on Twitter and, and just seeing you, uh, put up great numbers. Everybody's obviously really interested. It's uh, you're doing great work in the, in the business of sports. Thank you. All right, Matt. Okay, Andrew. Thanks guys. Happy Monday. It's time to check okay. millions.com. <laughs> we'll just say millions.co. Big cheers. All right. Yeah, I'll see you on millions. I'll see you from the octagon. I'll see you everywhere in life, but come see me at millions.co. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. There's so much opportunity here. If you're a fan of athletes who are a fan of you, just check it out, please. And thank you so much, Andrew. Appreciate the opportunity.